his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Well, I'm glad the Saints game is over, that's for sure. Hey, I'm Scoot on the air. We'll talk about that. It's uh, Monday, red beans and rice day in the New Orleans area. All right, so um, why, why is anger so close to the surface in America? I'm going to talk to you about another bizarre road rage incident that just reminds us of how close to the surface rage is across this country and why. Why why are people so angry? Why, why are you angry? Why are people so angry? I, I think this has more to do with just than, than just the other driver. I think it's a little deeper than that. Also, we'll talk about some of the winners uh, with the uh, election over the weekend. Uh, I voted, and, and I voted in, in Lakeview. I live in West End, and, and my, my precinct is in, is in Lakeview. And it seemed very, very crowded. But um, much to my disappointment, I learned that it was one of the lowest turnouts in a long, long time for a governor's race. Why? Why don't people vote? I mean, I really would like to talk about that today. And, and black voter turnout is low. Why? Why, why are, are black citizens not voting? I mean, really, I, I really would, I'd love to know because I don't, I don't know why. I can't figure it out. It's the one time when everybody's vote is equal. It's the one time when we have total equality. And everybody's vote means the same. So why do you not vote? If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. And overall across the state, only 36% turned out to vote. That's embarrassing. We talked about it so much. And look, I don't think I have the power to suddenly change the voter turnout but we talk about how important it is to vote, and obviously we're talking to a, a lot of people who just don't, don't believe it and, and just don't, don't care. I understand your reasons for being cynical. I can be cynical too. I understand your reasons for being apathetic. I, I get all that. But I still don't understand why people don't vote. Hey, the Saints lost. It might be a little different this time, and I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. We'll talk a little bit about that. Also, LSU is back in the top 25. Um, back, no, LSU moves up in the top 25. Tulane is back in the top 25 at number 23 after Tulane beat Memphis in Memphis Friday night, 31-21. Huge game for, uh, for Tulane. Big victory, too. And LSU has moved up to, um, and they've moved up a couple of spaces. Uh, to let's see where are they? I'll I'll find it in a minute. Anyway, LSU's moved up in the top twenty-five poll after after beating Auburn forty-eight to eighteen Saturday night 
at Tiger Stadium. And could the weather have been any better? No, not really. I want to share with you later in the show um, a, a new Rolling Stone song. I am amazed at what the Stones are doing right now. You know, they have one single released um, that I, I, we've played, and I think it's great. There's a new single that's been released ahead of the album coming out, and the new single is titled Sweet Sounds of Heaven. And it's the Rolling Stones with Lady Gaga and Stevie Wonder. And I'm amazed that at the age of 80, I mean, Mick Jagger's doing like really, really good stuff. This is kind of a bluesy thing, and it's, it's, it's a little different. Anyway, I'm going I'm to share the song with you. We're going we're gonna to play a lot of it. You, we usually don't play the, the entire song, but we're going to play a lot of this song uh, a little bit later in the show. All right, I'm Scoot, and Ian is off today. So Coleman is our studio producer. Good afternoon, sir. How you doing, Scoot? I'm good. I see you survived another weekend of the things that you do on a weekend. Uh, yes. One of the things I pride myself on, Scoot, is not letting football games emotionally affect me. That's Yeah, good. it was a disappointing loss. You know, I, I saw yeah. the second half uh, of the game, uh, and, and, and I had the little moment of like, oh, shucks, here we go. And I kind of felt yeah. bad for the players because I know they had, to, they had to talk to the public like right after the game. But when I woke up this morning, it's like, you know what? It's still just a game at the end of the day. Yeah. It's entertainment. It's escapism. There's so much stuff going on with the world that I'm glad I, it doesn't affect me to where it affects my work and my job and the rest of my manic Monday. You know, that is just a great attitude to have. And, and I realized a long time ago, um, one day I, I, I was on the air and I, I was getting ready to talk about the Saints and it was another loss. And I thought to myself, wait a minute wait a minute i don't make any less money if the saints win or lose so i'm not going to get that wrapped up in it i mean it and that just goes to show you that the winning and the losing does have somewhat of a limited impact on our lives Unless you're doing sports betting, then you well, might that's lose a whole. But you, you, no, you, you choose to do that. Okay, that's a whole different story. And I, I have yet, I've not gotten into that yet. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of tempted to start doing that. So. I may have to uh, to venture into that. Hey, did you hear that um, Scuttlebutts, you know, the Gentleman's Club that you see, that, that pink uh, building when you go yeah, to the North Shore? Yeah. Scuttlebutts, man, they, they, um, it caught fire. Wow. What it, was caught, her, it caught fire. What was she wearing? What kind of dance routine was she doing? I don't know, but I guarantee you it didn't catch fire because the uh, dancers were hot. <laughs> I thought maybe somebody was doing it like a famous sword routine know. or something. I don't know what happened there. All right. I'm really sad to hear that Suzanne Summers passed away. I mean, I, I never I never met her, um, never talked to her, uh, never had a chance to interview her, but I just, I, I, you know, I liked her. Now, you know, when she was on Three's Company, she developed quite an ego. And it was my understanding that, that she made demands and they finally, cause, because her, her thought was and her management's thought was, well, they can't do the show without Chrissy. So we're going to make all these demands. And then they decided to do the show without Chrissy. And I don't know what the exact ratings were, but uh, I think the show, I mean, the show went on for many, many years with, with other people uh, on there, so I, I, I guess it was successful. But Suzanne Summers was really um, very, very bold, and she uh, would, would speak her mind, and I think it was on her 70th birthday, she posed nude. And, you know, in, in doing research, I, uh, I, I looked up the pictures. I mean, I, I looked at them. Now, she didn't show anything. You know, she was like kind of, kind of in a garden. She was kind of in a garden area. And she was naked, but her top was was covered here, and you know there was a flower bush or something. Anyway, you really couldn't see anything. 
Um, so, but but it was kind of bold for her to do that, and, and her body wasn't perfect, but it was still nice, and she, you know, she did it just kind of to make a statement. So sorry to hear that she lost her battle with cancer, and she passed away at 76, which is, um, it's just not, uh, not old these days. All right, let's go to Slidell. Tommy, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, just one of the guys that ran for sheriff over here in uh, St. Tammy, and I heard you mention this is my first time calling by the way for, wait wait you're a first-time caller even if you're a politician we've got to give you some 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 credit here for being a first-time caller <laughs> i appreciate you uh calling in tommy so um things didn't work out so well for you no things didn't work out it's uh and i you know it's you know the name recognition thing when you're running against an incumbent that that kind of thing but you know i got 31 percent of the vote which wasn't bad it's not bad so no, and and you know, thirty only thirty some odd percent turned out statewide. Thirty four, I think it was something around that. But St. Tammany, you know, looking at it from my perspective, there's almost two hundred and sixty five thousand people in this parish. There's over a hundred and eighty seven thousand registered voters, whether they be Democrat, Republican, or Independent, and you only get sixty one plus thousand people show up to vote. Um, you know, so you got that many people making the decisions for yeah. all of the parish. And it just, it kind of, that's the only thing about it. losing doesn't bother me at all. I'm the same guy today as I was on October the 14th, but you know, it's, it's just, it, it kind of amazed me. I thought with a governor's race and some other, yeah. you know, I mean, St. Timothy parish had all kinds of council seats available, parish president, you know, you would think that we would have had a, a higher turnout. So I was kind of disappointed in that. You know, I'm a chronic voter. I vote every time. So we shall see. Well, Tommy, happens. look, you, you know, you sound like you have a great attitude, even though you didn't win. Oh, and, yeah. and I, you know, I, I just I can't believe voter turnout is so low. At a time when people are so frustrated with politics, you'd think that they would want to become more actively involved in the process. And yet they, they don't. And I just don't see anything that's going to turn around uh, voter turnout. No, I think, you know, Scoot, and it's, and I've heard this several times with different people, they've just uh, lost interest or lost faith in the system. And, I, you know, I, how, as a, as a candidate for an elected office, how do you change people's minds? And I, I guess you can attribute it to this. If it doesn't affect me, then I don't care. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody. I mean, everybody has a right to speak their own voice. I just, you know, speak in mine, you know, but it does affect you in the long run. Uh, so I, I looked at it, looked at it that yeah. way. I mean, you know, you know, the glass half full, basically. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm good with it. Well, you know, I've, this was my last step in my law enforcement career. So, uh, you know, Paris voted for Randy again. I hope the sheriff does a better job than he's been doing. So, it, you know, because there are a lot of us out here that really care. Well, Tommy, I've got a, a text here that says I voted for Tommy Williams. So that should make you feel good. I know a lot of people did uh, did vote yes, for sir, you. I, had, what you know, you? I got almost 21,000 votes. So, you know, I did, you know, that's that that's says something. I mean, yeah. the, the sheriff got 40. I think it was 40,000 or close to it. Uh, there was another gentleman in the race that got nearly 5,000 votes, I believe. So 31% of the vote, I'm, I'm happy first time ever doing something like this. I've been civil service my whole life, Scoots, so I, I couldn't get involved other than being able to vote. So 
Tommy, you know, what, what is the biggest challenge facing law enforcement today? I guess it's get, keeping and earning the public's trust. Um, that's a big thing to me, Scoot. It, it's, you know, I've lived on, my thing has always been treat people like you want to be treated if the roles were reversed. And, you know, being a training officer and all those things, all my years, 30 plus years in law enforcement, I've always passed that on to the new guys. Treat people like you want to be treated if the roles were reversed. And I think that maintaining the public trust is the biggest thing and just being a good role model. Um, to me, the, those are my core principles, having integrity, have, being honest, being truthful, writing a good police report and not fabricating and making up things. Hey, if you did it, own it, you know, but don't don't throw things at people and hope about it. Tell me one of the things that has has really destroyed uh, trust with law enforcement uh, are those times when law enforcement protects itself. Can more be yeah. done to um, to encourage officers to call out other officers when they when they do wrong you know i i love body cameras so if you know there's there's strict policies in place at most agencies uh where you can't turn that thing off and on so that's kind of eliminated a lot of it scoot to where you're going to tell on yourself with that camera but the times that the guys do it the wrong way if you don't speak up, you become part of the problem. Right. And, and, and it, it just, it gets, it, it manifests itself. And then you have bad people in this job. And just like any other job, Scoot, in, in this country, there are bad eggs or bad apples in every sure. line of sure. work. And to eliminate those, it's hard in law enforcement because, you know, there is that, that blue line, that thin blue line. But look, I'd be the first one to tell you, you do something wrong, uh, you need to go tell the supervisor what you did. And if you don't, I am. So I'm giving you first shot. Yeah, You know what? I I think that's the right way to handle it. I mean, because when you when you call out the bad ones, you really protect the image of the good ones, which is the majority of of police officers across the country. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, there are. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot of a lot of great police officers that have done it, made it to their 30 and retired and didn't do anything wrong. But there are those ones out there, you know, that that one bad egg makes us all look bad. If I don't care where it happens in the country, it makes us all look bad. And that's why it's so important for police officers to call each other out when they do wrong. Let me tell you, man, if if some talk show host did something that damaged the image of talk show host, I'd call him out in a minute. I'm not protecting them, man. There's no line in, there's no blue line in radio. All right, Tommy, I enjoyed our conversation. I love your attitude. You sound like a good guy, and I hope you, um, uh, I hope you have great success in life. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate right. it, too. I, I, I do want to talk about this this afternoon. Why is voter turnout so low, and why is why is black voter turnout so low? I mean, do you just not care? Anyway, we'll talk about that. All right, so let's get to the Saints. Derek Carr says the Saints didn't do the little things very well. We as an offense had too many details and you know I'm not going to tell you what happened and yes we know and yes we know what it was and all those things and I won't say it but there's these little details that if we just do those things right you're looking like oh my gosh we scored 28 points. And Carr says I was angry coming off the field I was livid. Yeah very very disappointed I was I was livid coming off the field I was angry coming off the field I had to calm down a little bit. Okay see this is what I think is a little different. And I'm going to share some comments from from Dennis Allen in just a few minutes.
it seems like what we have talked about on this show and what's been talked about a lot about the Saints is this idea that they don't care, that it seems like so ordinary. It's always the same attitude. Well, you know, we lost. Okay, well, we could have done better. It was the same tone after every loss. And it was almost as if they weren't really upset. And that upsets fans. And so I love hearing that from Derek Carr. And, and Dennis Allen seemed to be very, very upset. And I like that. Not in terms of yelling or screaming, but just the way he said what he said. Alvin Kamara talked about accountability and what that means. I give accountability. You know what I'm saying? I'm accountable. I can, I, you can count on me. So everybody got to be able to raise a hand and say you can count on me. And if you can't, it's a, it's a, it's a question. Like, can, that, that, might, that might need to be the message. Like, can I count on you? If you can't raise your hand and say you're doing everything that you can do to be ready and we can count on you to play and, and, and give you all, then that we, that's where we need And, and Michael Thomas says uh, the players have to fix things, not the coaches. I tell you, it ain't, it ain't the coaches. It's the players. And that's what we got to take pride in. And we got to go out there and we got to execute and do our job. It's on us. Like, I don't want to hear nothing about no coach and calling no plays and none of that because right now we just got to show that we could win and execute and, and, and make those plays. And it just has to be a sense of urgency, a little bit more desperation. I feel like these guys have to be a little bit desperate. Um, if you see those, those two plays, uh, you know, Chris had that big over the top, over the guy's head, and then Shahid had a big catch over the guy's head too. Those are, are what I call desperation plays. Or like when a guy's all on me and the quarterback gives me a shot to make a play, those are like desperate. Those are sense of urgency. Those are what we need to stack up, and that's how every guy needs to play and do his assignment. Sounds like somebody's punching a locker there in the background. All right, so, um, you know, I, I like hearing the players um, want to hold each other accountable. But you know what? We can't not talk about the no call. Now, I know it, it shouldn't come down to one call, but, I mean, I'm sorry. In that loss, right toward the end of the game, where the Saints might have had first and goal, they could, have go, they could have easily tied the game. There was a no call. The Texans defender, back to the ball, was all over, just blocking Michael Thomas. Why was there no call there? I'm sure I'm not the only one that, that noticed that. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Sorry about this. We're playing this for the Saints. And, you know, remember at the beginning of the season and after the season has started, all this talk about the Saints have a favorable schedule, you know, that doesn't mean anything because, look, this had to be one of the games the Saints were supposed to win. Beat the Texans in Houston. And they did not do it. So screw that stuff about easy schedule. You never know what teams are going to really rise to the occasion during the year. But, uh, you know, a disappointing loss. But the Saints are 3-3. Three and three, And I can tell you, I, I came uh, the way I, I drive in from West End. I go by the, the back of the Dome to get to the, the station. And the Thursday night football trucks are already backed up to the Dome. They're already setting up. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is a beautiful Monday. I I know the Saints lost, but don't let that bother you. And I'm going to remind you again, this show makes the week fly by because it's going to be Friday before you know it. And then, of course, uh, the week is kind of interrupted with uh, a Thursday night football game in the Caesar Superdome, the Saints and the Jags. The Jags won uh, this week. Um, A lot lot of upsets, though. Man, the Browns, you see the Browns beat the 49ers, 1917. I'm not happy with Group A missing a, a couple of field goals, especially that, what was it, 29-yard field goal? Uh, the Jets beat the Eagles 20-14. to 14. The Lions beat the Bucks. That's good. Washington beat Atlanta 24-16. That's good. And the Jags beat the Colts uh, 37-20. So maybe the Jags will be a little, uh, a little bit overconfident. So anyway, the Saints are in the same position that they were in because everybody else in the division um, lost as well. So we started off really strong, and uh, now we don't know how strong we are. But again, I, I'm noticing something a little different. And I want to share with you a couple of comments from uh, Dennis Allen. What I noticed was a difference in Dennis Allen's body language. And it's something that you and I have been talking about a lot recently. And that is this, this attitude that there almost seems to be a complacency after a loss. I didn't sense that this week. And that makes me feel really good. We're also talking about low voter, voter turnout. If you want to join us with a comment, the Open Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Why are so few people voting? 36% of the voters turned out across the state. And why is black voter turnout so low? I mean, I don't know why. I, I, I'd, I'd like to know. Let's go to uh, Gentilly. Don, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, school. So I've been listening to your show. I think a lot of the part has to do with, you know, uh, election fatigue from the media and the, the constant coverage of it. But more importantly, just for all of the bills and laws that have been passed, you know, since this last election aimed at suppressing the vote. Couple that with the fact of, you know, when the governor's race uh, was starting to get some coverage with this last election cycle, it was a foregone conclusion that Jeff Landry was a winner. So you, you put all of those things together, and here we are with low voter, low voter turnout, 30%, which is just abysmal, and we need to do better, Louisiana. Thanks, Scoop. Hey, hey, listen, Don, I appreciate the call. I, I agree with everything Don just said, except I, I don't get— it doesn't, matter how many, it doesn't matter how many bills are passed to try to suppress the vote. The vote is not suppressed. And when, when black Americans were fighting for equal rights— in the 50s and 60s, really, all their lives, but it really reached a peak in the, in the 50s and 60s. Man, th- there was like, it was a relentless, it was a relentless crusade. And so where's that relentless attitude now? 
you can rise up above it. I, I, I know that there have been some attempts to suppress vote because re- Republicans in general, they don't like a lot of people to register to vote because they're afraid that the more people that register to vote, the more Democrats are going to vote. And, and, and the more people are going to register as Democrat and, and vote for Democrats. I don't make this up. That's a conventional wisdom in the Republican Party. And so there are these attempts, but the, the vote has not been suppressed. You can vote. There were black people in line with me voting in, in, in Lakeview. Election fatigue, okay, I understand that. But, but again, when it comes down to election day, you can't let the election fatigue affect you. And Jeff Landry, the presumed, presumed winner, yes, he was. I'm not surprised he won. I'm not surprised he won with over 50% of the vote. However, nobody's a winner until they win. And there have been polls in the past that have been wrong. And it's so, it's so sad to me. I, first of all, I wish there were no polls. Because if people didn't know who the leader was, then they would think everybody had an equal shot. But if we as voters as a group act like everybody's got a shot and we vote for the person we want to vote for, I voted for the person who I think should be governor of our state. That's the person I voted for. And it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. It, it should not matter who's leading. And this foregone conclusion stuff is, is, is bad because, you know, if more people would have shown, out, shown up, man, Sean Wilson might be in the, in the runoff. I mean, there might have been a runoff. And so Jeff Landry had 52% of the vote, but that's, you know, 48% of the vote wasn't for him. And so if there had been a runoff, the, the dynamics would have changed completely. And all the, the people who got 5, 10, 6, whatever percent, all those people would have been added together because a lot of those were votes against Jeff Landry. And they would have solidified under one, under one candidate. So, you know, looking back, once again, it's very important to vote. Let's go to Gary in New Orleans. Gary, you're on WWL. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to uh, give some input on why I think that uh, blacks don't come out to vote. It's, it's social consciousness. See, a lot of blacks don't want to watch the news because there's a lot of bad news on that. And they'll tell you, I don't want to watch the news because it's too much bad. Well, I mean, you know, that's not a very good statement make because that's where you learn everything from that's going on in your surroundings so everybody should want to but i'm just telling you about the mindset of some black people that it just be a bad news especially women bad news on there some of them don't watch it for that reason the younger ones especially and most of your young people don't watch news or say mom and dad don't watch news yeah. you know news is something that, that that's got to be taking place in the house household and the only thing that makes you socially conscious is watching the news man yeah. You know, uh, they, they don't even know what pl- platforms are, these politicians, man. It's a very unintelligent society you're dealing with because they graduate idiots from school. So I've been doing it for a long time. So, so you know, we, we and then part of that, a little part of that goes to, to the, uh, the candidates, too, because they don't expose themselves in all areas or expose themselves to enough people, you know, to make them familiar with what, you know, they, they actually stand for what they're going to do for And Gary, know? like like the last caller, Don, I mean, you're, you're bringing up some really, really important things. And, and I, I think it's important to have this conversation. I mean, maybe we create a, a new social consciousness a, 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 about voting. You know, we can we can try. I, I mean, I can't magic, wave a magic wand and, and, and have everybody go out and vote. But there's no reason for um, black voter turnout to be low. I mean, this is a chance. Your vote is equal to my vote, to anybody else's vote. You've got an equal shot at this. 
but it doesn't mean anything if you don't vote. All right, we're also talking about the Saints. Um, I, I want you to hear what Dennis Allen said after the after the game. He said we're we're going to do better at executing our jobs, and um, we need to just find somebody. If if somebody's not doing their job, we need to find somebody who can. I told the team in there, like we we we've got to we've got to do a better job of you know executing our jobs and you know if if we're not executing our jobs and we need to find somebody else that can execute those jobs doesn't matter who you are i i didn't really hear it there but the body language in in, in some of what he was saying with some of what he was saying showed a, a a different dennis allen to me i just i feel like he was a little different after this game and he talked about the many missed opportunities way too many missed opportunities in this game um you know we had plenty of we had plenty of chances um you know red zone continues to jump up and bite us um you know we missed a couple field goals today which is uncharacteristic all right i I gotta be honest with you You, you, I, i didn't really hear it there but I saw some of the comments that he was making after the game, and his body language just seemed a little different. I, I hope that's the case. But, boy, uh, he's sure right. Missed opportunities. I'm screwed. We'll be back on WWL. Two field goals missed. And, again, I think that was a bad no call toward the end of the game that would have given the Saints a chance to tie the score. We'll be back on WWL. Only 36% of the registered voters in the state turned out to vote. That is embarrassing. And we'll continue to talk about why voter turnout is so low and why is black voter turnout so low when everybody's vote is, uh, is, is equal. Mike Cooper uh, won a very uh, heated race, and he has uh, been reelected as president of St. Tammany Parish. Mike joins us on WWL. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, Scoot. Congratulations. Thanks for this opportunity. Congratulations on your victory. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, I mean, you were challenged. And, and you, 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 you met the challenge and you won. Uh, yes, and uh, a very hard-fought uh, fight. And uh, the citizens of St. Tammany came out uh, with a majority vote, uh, elected me for a second term. And I'm so thankful for that and look forward to uh, serving our citizens uh, for the next four years. What's the biggest problem facing St. Tammany Parish voters? Well, the, one of the biggest problems, and I'll, I'll allude to two, is the uh, growth and development had been outpacing our infrastructure, and it continues to do so. But we've addressed that with uh, investments in roads, bridges, drainage, water and sewer utilities, and coastal restoration and flood protection, uh, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, also, we have planning initiatives that have laid the foundation for sustainable growth in the future. And those planning initiatives are underway and uh, will be completed in, in, the, in this second term. So things that I've set on, um, uh, in, in, in motion uh, are taking place now and will be completed in the, in the term ahead. The other big challenge that we have is our unfunded state mandated obligations, and you've heard us talk about this before, uh, it remains uh, a big challenge, not only for us, but for parishes across Louisiana that have the same unfunded state mandates, which means uh, the state has put obligations on the parish to pay for certain services, but does not give us the funding to do so. 
And we, we, in a big way, need to fill that gap here in St. Tammany Parish. And you've heard us talk about the criminal justice system and funding the, the DA's office to the extent that we uh, are required to. The, the parish's uh, correctional facility under the sheriff, we have obligations for that. And our judges, the Slidell City Court or East St. Tammany City Court system. So we have those obligations, but I'm committed to lead the efforts to, uh, to do so, working with our sheriff, our DA, and other elected officials and, and our business leaders to find a solution for this. And Mike, you know, one of the, uh, like St. Tammany Parish is a beautiful place to live. And, you know, I, I enjoy, I, I drove across the bridge. In fact, I saw you at the uh, Who's Got Talent, Kelly Kicking Cancer event. I, I see you there every year. It's always, uh, always great to see you there. Um, I love crossing the bridge. Um, I, I enjoyed living over there when I did. But we're also seeing um, many of the same problems that we hear about in the city are now here. Now we're hearing about in, in St. Tammany Parish. And I'm talking about crime problems that, that are, should be described as uh, inner city crime. And it's, it's happening in St. Tammany Parish. And, and that's an issue. Well, certainly not to the extent that uh, of, that of you're expressing, Scoot. We, we've got, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, car break-ins, and uh, most of the car break-ins are where the, the car doors are not locked. Uh, we have we have some of those similar crimes, shoplifting and such, and yes, there's occasional uh, more serious crimes, but our sheriff's department, our local law enforcement agencies are doing uh, their job in keeping our parish safe. And uh, the reason you're alluding to that, of course, is it is important that we properly fund our criminal justice system, our prosecutors in the DA's office, uh, our correctional facilities that when uh, individuals are put away, that they're, they have the funding to properly maintain our correctional facility. So that's the gap that we uh, are, are looking for, and we'll find a way to do so with uh, existing funding that we have that may be dedicated to something else, maybe getting help from the, from the state, uh, again, which, which has put this mandate on not only St. Tammany, but every parish in Louisiana. And we're going we're gonna to find a way to do that for the uh, benefit of our citizens. Yeah, Mike, and I wasn't uh, suggesting that crime was the same there as in the city, but you see some of the types of crimes that are that are now being committed there, and it's a real challenge for, for you and for law enforcement. I just wanted to take this opportunity yeah. to uh, to congratulate you, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Unfortunately, you and I usually talk on the air when there's some kind of uh, disaster or emergency, so it's nice to, to talk to you when there's nothing bad going on. Well, thanks. Thank you, Scoot. I appreciate you reaching out to me today. And thanks for what you do uh, for the citizens of uh, the greater New Orleans area. Uh, and I certainly appreciate what you do on your off time. All right, Mike Cooper, congratulations on your reelection win. Thank you, Scoot. All right. Thanks for being with us. All right. LSU won. LSU won. LSU is now up to 19 at the top 25 poll. They beat Auburn convincingly 48 to 18 Saturday night. Great weather at Tiger Stadium. That's got to feel good. Tulane won. They've now popped into the top 25 at number 23. They beat Memphis in Memphis 31 to 21. And the Saints, the Saints lost. It was a disappointing loss to Houston. But I don't know. I have a feeling that maybe there'll be some changes. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. She had an amazing voice, Ms. Etta James. And Ella Fitzgerald did this song. Aretha Franklin did this song. It's a great song, but, man, Etta James.
this is a song that defines her. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, we remember Etta James today because on this day in 2012, she, she passed away. All right, so seriously, why is voter turnout so low? I think it's worth a conversation. And, and maybe there should be no polls because people like to follow the leader and people like to vote for a winner. And, and if you didn't have any idea who was leading, it might lead to more people actually voting. But I still think there's no excuse for, for not voting. And yet only 36% of the registered voters turned out to vote. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about whether or not things are going to be different with the Saints after this loss. I think things might be different, but we'll have to see. I'm Scoot. It's Monday, and we'll be back on WWL. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.